Prince has every room of his house set to record. Oh so if he's God. just like taking a shit, you can just go, and it's just like it's recording. <laughs> so if he has like a musical idea, or if he has a musical thought, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, well, welcome to uh, episode four of Is It Still Scary? I am your host Brian Frenzy, along with my host Maria Del Carmen, and we are joined again by Bing, Mandy, Slagathor, Slagathor, <laughs> Matt. <laughs> we didn't do this introduction in the last episode. Uh, yeah, we did. No, we I mean, I introduced mm. everyone because I'm yeah, selfish. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little prick. Yeah, you this didn't. Time like, I you didn't I'd, let people talk. This time I thought yeah, I'd give everyone like a little Captain what Planet episode style it intro. Was? Yes. I screwed it up. Welcome to episode 35. <laughs> <laughs> We're so confused. We're bending time and space. Um, no, once, once again, this episode four, um, it's uh, part two of our little Wes Craven retrospective because uh, uh, the great uh, horror director passed recently, and so we thought we'd go back to some of his seminal horror films. Mm. Nightmare on Elm Street, of course, is our last episode where he sort of kick-started or at least rejuvenated the slasher trend mm. for the 80s, gave it a new fresh, synthy shine. And saved New Line. Yeah, saved New Line cinemas. And then... When that had run its course and was on death's door, Wes Craven again got a script, fell into his hands from Kevin Williamson, called Scary Movie at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, and then he decided, well, it took him some time to come around to doing it. Mm. He At first, he didn't want to do it anymore. He was done with slasher movies. But eventually, he came back around and mm. made it, and then once again, kick-started for the cynical, but self-aware 90s. He, he accepted yeah. uh, to direct... Um, scream only because Drew Barrymore was signed to do the lead yeah. as Sydney, um, and then five weeks before filming or production, she then changed her mind and mm-hmm. she just wanted to be that first kill in the beginning. Right. By which point, it's obviously too late for Wes to turn around and say, "Sorry, I don't want to direct this I movie know. anymore." He's already done pre on that. But the yeah. best thing is that they still advertise the film as if she was the big draw. Oh, she's the and huge face. Oh, yeah. On the poster yeah. yeah. She's on. She's on the posters. She did, you know, in, in the trailers, you see all those bits, and yeah. then you know, five minutes. Dead. That's quite a big thing in <laughs> slasher movies and horror movies in general. You kill the, the like the misdirector. Yeah. They did it in um, Nightmare. in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. We thought that the that Tina and was Tina. the main character yeah. for the first fifteen minutes of the film, and then she gets killed. I but know, Scream but we... turned into Scream when the Weinstein brothers were like rename it. Oh yeah, because yeah. it was That's, called Scary Movie. Yeah. It was called Scary Movie, and they they named it Scream because of like the Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson song yeah. Scream. Yeah. They like That's they a good name it. for it. Actually, so is it not? Is so it... did the name? Did, so hang on, I'm a little off on the trivia. So did the name come, and then they made uh, Ghostface look kind of like the screen portrait, or is that just a coincidence? I feel like that was a. I mean, it was a little bit of both. They were like, mm. yeah, and Scream because it kind of looks like Edward Munch's The Scream. But um, mm. during the creation of Scream, that opening kill, which obviously I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about, because mm. that's for my money, the, easily the best part of the movie. Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, they. The producers hated the mask, hated it. And it hadn't come together as a fully formed cut, that first kill. That was what they were shooting first. And they were like, we hate this mask. We demand that you shoot this same opening kill five different ways with five different masks. 
hmm. so that we can sign off on whatever mask we like the most. Jesus. And that was there was no way they were going to make their schedule yeah. or their budget with that. So they just had to be like, look, if we if we can just show you this first Drew Barrymore scene cut together with music, and if you like it, just get the fuck out of our way and let us do what we want. <laughs> if you don't like it, fire us all. Fire yeah. Wes Craven, yeah. fire us all. Oh and then God. they saw it, put together music, and they're like, you guys can just do whatever you want. Here's more money. Like, <laughs> like they, just, they, just, they just like handed it to him. They're like, uh-huh. we were so wrong. I like the. I like to think that maybe like West was going shit. Yeah, he liked it. <laughs> yeah, he just like wanted to get kicked off. They missed a trick though, not designing their own mask because mm. as something that already existed, they didn't own like mu- like the merchandising rights. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they, money they missed that. out on what became a huge cult a gigantic thing. phenomenon. And if they'd owned the if they'd owned the merchandising rights yeah. to that thing, yeah. maybe they tried something afterwards. I think after they might the have fact. cut a deal because the guy who owned it went on and called it the Scream Mask. Yeah. Like he started producing it as the Scream Mask. Mm. And so it's like, I don't know if he could do that without their permission. He wouldn't yeah. have sold mm. as many anyway if it wasn't for the film. Yeah. So you don't really know why they picked this mask you don't really know what the significance of that is like there's really no there's no explanation for well, that well, for the same, but, sorry it's the same kind of reason that they that they themselves the filmmakers picked it it's something that you would buy in a store yeah, yeah. because the, just, the bad guys say, yeah. the bad guys in the screen films are not supernatural no they want just regular teenagers but they, they additionally go, they want to create you know a bullshit story and everything yeah. so yeah mm. well then they say like well we found where this mask can be bought but there this is sold yeah. nationwide i mean like, so we can't find yeah. out who bought them you get something you, 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 you either get something custom made or make something custom made eventually they'll trace it back to you you can get something anywhere yeah gonna be easy it yeah. accidentally mm. plays into the one of the big things for this film is how referential of the real world it is yeah they talk about real world horror movies mm. they talk about cliches of cinema yeah and the mask that they wear is something that audience members will have even seen in stores yeah. even the film itself is based on a series of murders uh, oh yeah something. back in florida yeah back something. in florida and he has a more tragic backstory than the two guys who actually did it in scream it's really sad <laughs> but like yeah it's all based on that it's all got real world basis it's really cool mm. i think the genius things about this movie um, are of course first of all the fact that it it really was one of the first movies to say these are people who have seen these horror movies mm. yeah. so they're aware of the rules like and then the other ingenious thing of course is that there are two killers instead of one mm. which which really throws w- you off it throws you off because it's like you keep thinking it's this one person and then all of a sudden they've got a good alibi because they, they weren't there for that clues. kill but they were here for this and other one so and so on and so forth like you and mentioned it, yeah, the so cop simple. one of the cops has the same boots as yeah. the killer so you're yeah. like is it the cop yeah, they they start throwing all these things. Maybe the principal did it because he's really yeah. weird when he's throwing those scissors around yeah. with the kids and stuff. Mm. But it's like they're, you know... I'm just they, teasing it. Yeah, mm. they're teasing you constantly. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's the boyfriend. And mm. the movie keeps wanting you to think it's it's Billy. They yeah. they really want you to think that, and then they keep showing you ways that it might not be him. Yeah. Yeah. So you think it's a red hair. You know how Billy has a reason? Stu has absolutely no reason. He just wants to be famous. Yeah, and at the end, he's just famous. like, oh my god, my parents are going to kill me. Which makes him scary. Stu is yeah. shaggy, right? Yeah. yeah. Stu is, yeah. Um, Matthew Lillard. Oh, yeah. Well, is it me? The I'll be right back. All yeah. of the 90s, his face, his face is the 90s. Yeah. yeah. He was always, the thing is, he was always a killer. He, yeah. Was, yeah, he's he was, brilliant he was a bad guy. because he's mo- he, he's he is the unexplained psychopath. He, yeah, like that's what I love mm. in a film. My it's, favorite one is like, Scooby Doo. The worst thing you can do is what they did to say Lolita. 
yeah. that mm. gave him that backstory about being dumped as a teenager. Like, yeah. That that gives him some reason to be obsessed with hung mm. up on teenage girls. And that's not the point. The right. point is that it's just the portrait of this man and, and the, the origin of it doesn't need to be explained. Yeah. yeah. And that's the scariest thing is that this his character, yeah. who doesn't have any obvious reason to be this way, is just damaged. Yeah. He's just yeah. deranged. It's and he's just, it's he's scary just funny. Like he's he's funny yeah. and like And he doesn't care. And that's scarier than someone with a well, motive. I think yeah. that is also uh, an interesting point is that he is he's funny. Mm. And he's damaged, which is a which is a general real life trend. Is that yeah. you know the, the funnier someone is, is the more they're compensating for their messed up life. Yeah, mm. I mean most of them. Yeah, and none of the yeah. killings are like even thought of as supernatural. Like they could happen. Like the, the even the beginning bit of the hanging, it's just a guy. Yeah. Rope done. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then again, you know, you have the mom listening in on the phone. Yeah. As she's getting like cut up and stuff. Oh. So it's a little bit like nightmare so when Johnny Depp's mom walks in and sees like all the blood just shooting out. It's a, uh, and then of course you've got like uh, her boy Nev Campbell's boyfriend. He climbs in through the bedroom window like Johnny Depp does in Nightmare mm. on Elm Street, and he's got the same kind of Johnny Depp looks. Like he, it's very, very, very similar. Mm. And there's a lot, and of course you have Wes Craven showing up as a cameo as Fred as you didn't a janitor that named out to Fred. Me when we when we watched it, I, I know that he's the janitor. You but... you blinked and you missed it. You you were looking at your phone. And it's it is so when fast. You it's, pause. it's there for a second. It's just like the 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 principal's walking around, is going, "Oh, not you, Fred." And it's Wes Craven in a red and green sweater, yeah, just Im- going like, Im- implying that it's, it's it's the same universe. I wonder how much of it was changed once Wes Craven came on, because obviously it's a very self-referential movie, mm. and then, like once they landed him as a director, did they go back and add in a ton of stuff that yeah. was? Yeah. Well, like you said, like he took him ages to kind of agree to the role. I guess he did kind of take a lot of liberties and just go, oh, "Fuck it, I'll just do." Yeah, I'll do this and this and this. I'll, they, I'll enjoy myself while I'm making it. If they thought to have him. He probably got a lot of creative input as mm. a result of that because yeah. he he would want to feel. I think additionally they would have invested. allowed him to do that because people would probably engage with the film more if there was yeah. more referential stuff to films that he was synonymous for. Wes Craven at this point had quite a following, right? Oh yeah, he, he had a lot of. Yeah, he had the ability to brand himself onto yeah. the film. Well, so they, I, it make it definitely makes sense that at least visually things that you can add after the pre-prod you know mm. there's definitely like he would do go for certain types of framing and certain kinds types of lighting and yeah that are very him and when that first scene when drew barrymore is talking oh, to the killer scene kind of uh thing. his his favorite scary movie is nightmare on elm street mm. or or either that or that's the one I she's think it's watching Michael Myers. but it's well, referencing no, her, the her, urban legend oh, no, her, favorite is, her favorite is halloween. halloween her favorite yeah. is halloween yeah. but they talk about nightmare on elm street at some point and i think it might she's, be his because she or starts talking about, about she's talking about yeah. michael myers thing um i think she's she might be about to watch nightmare on elm street and then he's and then he's like oh is that the one about the guy with knives for fingers She's like, yeah. And he's like, I like that. That's well, a okay, scary movie. Well, again, She's like, yeah, but the rest of them sucked. We keep coming up with, <laughs> with, with knives. Like, like Fred, Fred, Fred Krueger with knives. Scream, large knife. Nice. Which, yeah. which not, it's not just like, <laughs> it's not just like, you know, you know, any old knife. It's a very specific yeah. knife. Yeah. Like, which you can now buy that from like hardware stores. as like, I say hardware stores, like, you know, replica stores as the Scream knife because it's so it's, it's got a very massive. specific. It's yeah. huge. And it's got a very specific shape. The way it kind of like curves at the end there, like yeah. a little lip. Michael yeah. Myers also a knife. Yeah, uh, we well, met in a number of scenes anyway. At least uh, yeah, he uses a ton of stuff, but he definitely, Jason, he definitely has a machete. Knife. You know, eventually people are going to start like, with like a caber with like yeah. knife. <laughs> it's going to be like Cloud from Final Fantasy. Like is the bad guy the huge yeah, yeah. a broadsword. I like how the beginning scene is referencing very subtly. I think like you know the, the call from the babysitter inside the house kind of mm-hmm. yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
coming yeah. from inside oh, the yeah. house. There's a whole bunch of stuff happening in that. Yeah, I, there are a few urban legend drops into that. Yeah, yeah there because, are. I mean, because yeah. the central, the, the bad guys are being influenced by these yeah. things. They're trying yeah. to throw people yeah. off yeah. by using the dime store mask and by following cliches and by mm. being like movies because they don't want people they, they, it's a game to them yeah. mm. so they're also learning the like, rules from mm. the media around it's them. around the same time where everyone was like the kids and horror and games yeah. and the well, copying the, the, Columbine happened right after so it was <laughs> it was sort of a there were loads time. of copycat murders from Scream they were really? loads yeah. in real life Scream actually yeah. really? caused quite a few oh my yeah. god people would buy the masks and stab people the additional oh thing about God. about Scream, though, is that it came out at a time which was literally it was on on the peak of being able to get away with murder. I mean, like nowadays, you know, less and less murders <laughs> are kind of go go on unsolved. A lot less mm-hmm. than there were. There was less surveillance, all this other stuff. It's less ways of tracking. No people. mobile phones, really. Yeah, the, the, it 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 was a point where you could <laughs> probably you know believably create this world. Yeah. It, it's it is it is scary in that sense. Oh, and when it's Bi- small when, town as when, well. When yeah. Billy gets caught and the policeman's like, "Why do you have a cell phone? All the kids have one these days." Yeah, oh, that was <laughs> and I'm just that like, time. "Oh my god, can you just imagine that as a lie?" Where'd you have days? a Where'd you have a cell phone? It's like a uh, snake. Yeah, <laughs> I I mean I could talk forever about that opening scene because and even Please Wes do. Craven even yeah. Wes Craven admitted that it was the scariest part in the movie. Yeah, the producer said, "Why are you Why are you?" blowing your load like this so early it, like it's, it's cl- you can, you can see all the budget in in that it, first it, five minutes i mean it's and it's even in the writing it's it's got the most clear-cut escalating tension but then mm. he clearly applies himself much more to the mm. tension yeah and his reasoning was if you scare him good enough in the beginning they'll you could just it. let it ride yeah yeah you're absolutely right if you've got them in the first five minutes then you you yeah mm-hmm. you're fine with it it's it's the same kind of thing I had with uh, when I was watching Insidious. Yeah, I was I in for it. I, I, I was I was in for it. I was like, "Oh, this is all great and everything is wow." It's been ages since I've found a film scary. The problem is, they did the, they did the reverse of what Scream does. Is like you create tension in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. They swept it away in the last five. Oh they my showed gosh. they showed you who it was. They and showed it was like, you everything. They, they the showed other, you the guy, the, the world of the other, yeah, and the, the Tiny Tim song as he's like grinding the. That, the, that no, was so no, that, weird. That, that works and everything, but you shouldn't have seen him. You shouldn't have seen what he yeah, looks like. Yeah, you see everything because you see him. It it it, it humanizes it a little bit. I know it's still a demon and everything, but it just takes it away. But like but the trailer is, for Insidious Three scared me. I think I spoke about that before last. Yes, the trailer for Insidious moment, Three. But like, I won't watch them. Because yeah. If they can get me the trailer, I'm, I'm like, no. But you're right. Once you've got them in the palm of your hands, it's kind of easy to, to kind of follow that and go, right, well, this is still scaring them. Let's kind of keep them on this trajectory. It's not even, like, just scary. It's just kind of twisted and creepy, and you want to see why that happened. Yeah. Because mm. it's, like, there's a lot of plus there. Plus you start off the film with a lot of unanswered questions. Mm. Yeah. It also is a signifier of the fact that it's, like, a very hybrid genre. Yeah. The mm. first... The opening scene is this is a slasher movie, mm-hmm. and then it gives way to the Who Done It. Yeah, because it is a mystery yeah. film. Second, yeah, it, mm-hmm. is, it is a mystery slasher. Yeah. So we get our we get our jollies as a horror crowd in the first scene, and then we're able to sit back and think about the mystery a little more. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of the problem with with uh, slasher films in general and horror is that we don't get this we don't get a burst of anything happening because we have a slow build up for about an hour and then loads of things happen and then you're going to be scared by that and it's meant to be that that build up has been what's scaring you 
But the difference with this is that you get this this initial burst, then nothing for ages. Screen does And then you're, 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 yeah. you're, you're on the edge of your seat already going, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? When's <laughs> the next one? Films yeah. followed suit straight after that. Like, I know Urban Legend did it, because at the beginning, I think it's yeah. like doing the flashing thing, and you're like, well, mm. what's that? I didn't get that one as a kid, but okay. Because uh-huh. I didn't drive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> would be the obvious thing. And then uh, I think I know what you did last summer. Does it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's actually um, a really. I really want to talk about that. One. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, they, one. like, yes. I would say a lot of newer films tend to do that now, like as a way to start mm. the film. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's very it's incredibly effective, mm. and the if the information it conveys is simultaneously really meaningful and not because as eventually it's revealed Drew Barrymore doesn't make it out. Yeah. She's not the star of this movie. And you expect that she is. But in that first so shot, great. you show her, it's like all in the first shot, if you go back and look at it, it's like the phone rings. Mm. Phone rings. She picks it up. Ghostface immediately on the other line. Like, who is this? She's like, sorry, I think you have the wrong number. Hangs up. And then calls again. She's like, hello. And he's like, I just wanted to apologize. Blah, blah, blah. And she's talking. Now all of a sudden you're like, okay. I don't really like this. I don't like where we're going here. Yeah. She starts putting the popcorn on the stove. Yeah. And then uh, and then by, popping. And then by the time and then she's talking about the the scary movie she's gonna watch and she's like playing with a knife block. Yeah. She already what he's doing is he's showing you the weapon that's gonna be used. He's he's showing you this popcorn that's gonna start popping and that's gonna start catching mm-hmm. on fire later on. You've so now you're getting a sense of time. You've already started yeah. the thing being being referential to horror films as well. Yeah, and and yeah. Then, and by the way, this was revolutionary at the time. Like her just talking about another horror movie as, as if it yeah. existed in yeah. her universe was people being like, Absolutely. "Whoa, what?" Was, like nobody yeah. talks about that. So that already you're just like anything can happen now, right? Mm. Yeah. And then and then by the time she hangs up the phone that last time, all in that first shot, and she walks past the. Uh, the open uh, or she walks past the doors like the patio doors yeah. and you know like that's where it's gonna go because her boyfriend Steve is trapped out there right now and like, dies oh, oh yeah it's so it's like, and that's all in the first shot that first shot tells you every single thing you need to know and it gets yeah. you scared it yeah. gets you ready but it's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's also the same thing where you know people have seen horror films and they, they always go you know you have a, a, a demonic voice going get out yeah realize you go alright bye yeah exactly um, they leave and, it's the same thing I'm waiting for in, in like zombie any any kind of zombie film. There's been so many zombie films. At some point, someone's gonna go, "Oh, a zombie!" Dude, even the Simpsons the, does it. Do the head. It's like, like, <laughs> yeah. like there's so many films lately that that joke that have to be a parody film in order to do that. But any film that is serious mm-hmm. about like zombies or like these kind of horror things, they pretend like it's never happened before. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird because you get characters that because this never happened to them before. It's easy to scare them, so yeah, yeah. I guess that's half the reason they end up yeah. doing it. I don't think it's really excusable anymore to set horror films in a universe where things where don't things happen. People haven't heard of these cliches. Yeah. yeah, you would. You need. He was killed. He goes with what? A knife, you say? Yeah. It's a knife. Audience to to <laughs> sympathize. Some kind of yeah. bladed object with a character. Mm-hmm. They need to kind of be as clued up as we are. Yeah, I we like it them. when characters go. So let's not split up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's stay together. Yeah. Let's yeah. do those smart which power they, numbers. <laughs> which is a, a great uh, point of reference that when they're all sitting around watching yeah. the film, um, they do the rules and they start talking about the rules and everything. And then he, then Matthew Lillard leaves the room and everything, joking about it. Mm-hmm. I'll be right back. Don't yeah. ever say you'll be right back. Yeah, yeah. and then he instantly does it, which is <laughs> it's a fun little reference yeah. bit. And yeah. and throughout the the entire film, because they've listed all the things, you start 
pointing them out and you start noticing them yeah. and the second that you start noticing the things that you shouldn't do mm. and they start doing them you're already on edge yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Nev Campbell when she's on the phone she's like Why? she hates slasher movies she's like just some big breasted bimbo who runs upstairs when she should be going out the front door and then as soon as the killer starts attacking her she goes up the stairs yeah. it's just like these people are trapped in their own horror movie like I that's, know, it's that's so, what you start to realize yeah. it's so it delights in us knowing things and being a, being so kind of hyper aware and, and thus like hyper sensitive yeah. to these ideas, yeah. it's mm. like a great a great test of something scary is whether it could still be scary if it's like bright daylight. Yeah. yeah, even though they should be taking their own advice and they are they they have sound logic, they all talk about it as if they know exactly what they do in the moment. And when mm. the moment comes, they they don't. But this is also to do with the fact that you know. When it happens, they don't expect it to happen. It shouldn't happen. Mm. So they'll be mm. flustered and they don't think about the 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 most obvious thing they should be doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, yeah. it's illustrating the difference between this like mediated form yeah. that we see it as a as You a say film. you will do something. Yeah, but it's easy to sit back and criticize like exactly. we are. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But then in real life what happens yeah. in a film and how actors play it play it in a film and then but you know, yeah. you I'd like to see us make a horror language. film, ours would be terrible. <laughs> 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 After debuting at the Los Angeles Film Festival in June, Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 has been making the rounds at festivals all over the country. Now that it's the official month of spookiness, it's time to catch the movie Bloody Disgusting calls a gut-busting, beer-soaked fever dream, and IndieWire called an instant cult classic. Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 is available now in a fabulous restored HD edition. Relive every kill, feel the sting of every paddle with no VHS effects. And for the month of October, use the promo code SPOOKY to get 30% off your download. But there's nothing quite like seeing the movie play on the big screen. Showings coming up this month include theaters in Lubbock, Fort Collins, Atlanta, Los Angeles, Seattle, Iowa City, and even Sheffield and Derby in the UK. Go to DubroPartyMassacre3.com for more details. And thanks, as always, for watching. That first kill is yeah. the bravura sequence from beginning to end. And then finally, by the time you're in with these new characters, mm-hmm. you realize that anything can happen at any time, and you're in good hands. Like, you're in, you're in, you're in extremely capable hands. Mm. I think it's among the best things Wes Craven's ever directed. Is that but it's not just minutes. about the teens. It's about all the supporting cast, like the weird police officer, and then you've got Courtney Cox being yeah. the over horrible reporter person yeah gail weathers yeah that was it yeah <laughs> no she's she was probably by deep well since drew barrymore gets whacked she's probably the biggest star in the yeah. movie because of friends at the time yeah and so to see her get decked in the face by nev campbell who was from like party of five at the time like, it's really, it funny yeah. to see a bunch of tv stars throw down with each other We're yeah. seeing that as, that's a trend isn't it we got elm street as well having johnny depp in it who at the yeah time 21 was, jump street in main careers yeah this mm. is this is a trend of them casting if they can't, they they want to split the difference yeah, between slightly, unknowns yeah. and superstars. They go for TV people that that you will know, but from a completely different. Well, because right. TV yeah. at the time thing. had a bit more of a monopoly than than nowadays. Nowadays, you 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 have movie stars that draw an audience already, so you go straight for the movie stars. Yeah, yeah even to TV shows. Back to the beginning of the beginning sequence, which again, mm-hmm. I agree, we can talk about it for the entire thing. Yeah. Um, by choosing Drew Barrymore to be killed off, I know she couldn't. Do it. They inadvertently created the same thing being 
No one's safe. Yeah. yeah. Mm, this yeah. is the most famous person. This is the person you've come to see the film for. No one's safe. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with trying to work out how, how, she, how everything's going to work. She knows the rules and she died too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everyone is fair game. She's, and she's and, smart. She knows exactly what not to do. And she does. Because she has sex. Nev Campbell breaks rules. She has sex and with she the makes killer. it out. Yeah, she One has sex with a killer. She she oh. has sex and makes out with a killer. I don't remember that bit. She does. Well, they don't That's show why it. That's scary movie did that whole like joke about oh, God, it. That's That's disgusting. That re- that was just like too much. I feel <laughs> this is another emerging trend with Wes Craven. Is some of the cleverest things about these films are the accidents. The accidents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he by by being forced to cast Drew Barrymore that way, mm-hmm. he created this incredible. Mm-hmm. thing where everyone it was open season yeah you know? no holds barred because mm-hmm. I mean you think you just kind of think she's done for in the, anyway because she's alone even mm-hmm. the killers like, she's got she's to be done for she's in this huge house but it's Drew Barrymore so mm-hmm. it's like, like nah she's going to mm-hmm. make it they still yeah. do it at the end where they like think it's the guy and then yeah. he's gone and then they try they do try and stab each other so they don't know who's the killer and like because right. they're hurt too. yeah and they're like oh now now, now let me do you it's like yeah. that was no. hilarious <laughs> can we talk about that scene because I know you yeah. love the opening scene yeah yes. I love the reveal yeah I like okay. that in the kitchen All right. I am absolutely yeah. mad for that reveal I think it's just it's just so messed up when they start stabbing each other it's just yeah. Like, yeah. you it's, can't be too deep hit me with a phone dick it's the culmination of this entire mystery this whole whodunit thing the reveal is genius because it's not just one person it's, it's two, two people yeah. Yeah. it's the people that have been with them the whole time it's, yeah. it's just a one killer actually and then it's more cliches on top and they know about it oh. were just part of it mm-hmm. and we believed at one yeah. point that one of them was wounded mm-hmm. and they come in they have the brilliant uh, the deception where she, he convinces her to give him the gun mm-hmm. and he has the gun and then Billy who we think is it Billy that's outside and we think that yeah, we um, think at this point. But by, by additionally, we because we because we see all of them mm. at some point with with Ghostface and everything. Mm. At some point, everyone sees them. We we instantly think it's just one guy, yeah. and it's one guy that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. we don't automatically go, oh, there's two of them, and they're taking turns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The simple, brilliant subversion. And the problem is, there is no third party. It's, it's not going to be a big surprise anymore if that happens in a film again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't become uh, a surprise. It happened in Scream Two. They did it again with two killers. And in Scream 3, they were like, uh, what, if what happens instead in of... What, it, what, in Scream 4, it is two again, I think. But in Scream 3, they were like, what if instead of two killers, it's one? And everyone hated Scream 3. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> oh, God. Not scary again, at all. Again, exercising the whole open season thing, they just shoot him, although he lives in the end. Yeah. Like, the fact that they just... He... That... In that moment, you see him go down, mm-hmm. you realize what's happening, yeah. and it all clicks. It starts yeah. clicking into place. Yeah. Uh, and... Then the subsequent them stabbing each other, them explaining the, themselves, and us getting to know... That nice little cliche. Us yeah. getting to know their real personalities. Yeah. That's where I feel it really comes together as this mm. truly quite terrifying, at least in a, in a kind of deeper way, this, this portrait of these two people. Uh-huh. I mean, the horrifying yeah. thing is that they, they chose the people that... Well, they just yeah. chose who were their friends, and then it's just... And he killed her mom in the beginning too. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Another 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 tie back to Nightmare yes. on Elm Street is, you know, here parents. Sydney has to answer for the sins of her parents. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah cuz it's about the affair with Yeah, it's the, about her yeah. mom sleeping and, around and and you know, it drove mm. Billy crazy cuz it made his mom and dad split up, so he mm. killed her mom. And then a year later, the exact anniversary of her death, he starts coming back. I yeah, I love And then they the, kill him. They the burn simple him. kind of putting the knife in each other like like it's uh-huh. like yeah. it's nothing. It's just yeah. that's 
for me the most sinister yeah. illustration of is the, that they're like, willing to go to extreme lengths yeah. they, they, they don't they, they don't even care about their own well-being as yeah. long as it's a fun game yeah. and as long as they've achieved famous. they've achieved this like they're getting off coup. on it mm. yeah, yeah. They're, they're this close to making out with each other <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. they're just so it, into that, it that's also like a, a Kind of does get well. A bit they do erotic. joke about yeah. that with the with scary movie. They, they do just basically imply that they're gay, and well, the other guy's like, "No, I'm not gay, man." Yeah, and in scary well, in scary movie, they're just like stabbing each other constantly. Yeah, and, like they, the, the, the well, thing. The thing. Yeah. The problem I have with scary movie is that like Scream is already funny on yeah. its own. It yeah. knows mm-hmm. what it's doing, mm-hmm. and scary movie comes in like. What this movie doesn't know is that this was really cheesy. Like, no, the thing they knew, is, they knew scary they knew movie. Yeah. Scary yeah. movie is good for pointing out the good parts of it but they do it in a stupid way I really like again going back to like one of the motives is like they just want to be famous yeah and that was kind of new for the time because reality TV was just becoming a thing and there really were people getting just infamous or famous off nothing yeah Yeah. photos stupid things criminals would be huge nowadays it would be hammed up and it would be really obvious yeah it's a really good example doing it because they want to be on TV yeah Yeah. it starts becoming a, a commentary on how like disaffected Mm. you know like that mm. this generation is yeah well that, mm. you know how I was saying the copycat murders mm-hmm. they went out they bought the screen mask they bought the same voice box used in the film mm-hmm. and they went out terrorizing a couple oh of people gosh. and just stabbing them <laughs> they, I mean <laughs> I, they may have made a voice box for that I mean I know Sydney has a voice box yeah um, and the killers do too but the actual voice is just a dude. Yeah, yeah. it's just his some guy is, who so can do that voice. Yeah, no, his name is Roger Jackson. Buy them, like, you can buy that. Yeah, you can buy yeah, those voice oh, boxes. Oh, he is. So he's he actually plays Mojo Jojo in Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls. Girls. Oh. Yeah, of course he yes. does. He's Mojo Jojo. Yeah. Yeah, and I he love and Powerpuff Girls. and kind of in the same same way that Wes Craven did it with Nightmare on Elm Street. He he wouldn't let Freddy Krueger interact with any of the kids. Like yeah, in and cuts. The, the guy Freddy Krueger just leave. And like, he needs to be scary. He needs either. to be scary. He needs to scare well, them. In the same way, they never let the voice guy ever hang out. Like, hey, what's up? I'm so the guy. I could, I could, the like, they never let real. him see I, it. I could be mixing my trivia of films up, but was it Scream that they didn't tell them who the killer was till the last? Um, I know that certainly in I the case of Scream 2 and 3, they had blacked out pages. Yeah. And some actors didn't know until the day that they were the killer. I know, I know it was like that in Scream 2. Can you just imagine? In Scream 2, the guy went because to set it, on the day change, and was like, it, it, oh, it, shit, it changes how you, you, you act day yeah. to day. Yeah, they're going yeah. to be informed by that, and their performances are even subtly going to change. Yeah. yeah. That's a very clever idea. Yeah. <laughs> you, kind of, you can start calling it really early on with a lot of films now. Exactly, and the whole point of Scream is you're not supposed to be able to call it early on. Yeah. It, it, it does annoy me. It's so smart that it knows you know it's Billy. They know you know it's Billy, and they just keep throwing it at you and being like, "No, because he's in prison." Well, and then the it's like, "Oh, you know." And yeah, but the, but he's still so creepy. Like they they mm. they're they're mm. totally jerking your chain the whole time. There's like, "Oh, it's him," but he actually totally couldn't have done it spatially. He's not yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. This. Mm. But he's so weird. Maybe he did. But how? Like, well, and then adi- it's two guys. Additionally, like, though, additionally because of that, because he's so weird, and because we know it's a West a West Craven film, we go, "Oh, is this one a grounded reality film?" Or maybe he has powers. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how he gets away with it. Well, Maybe he can go space through walls. He's sometimes really fast and sometimes really slow mm. and can be really weak. Like all it takes is like one kick to someone just be like, ah, and mm. he like takes a while to recover. Mm. But other times he's really yeah. fast or really strong. Like he just hurt Drew Barrymore up into that tree all by himself and just like strung her up yeah, really quick. I'm not sure that, and I don't think that at any point there was to doubt in my mind that it's not grounded in reality it's yeah. not playing by the same rules mm. as the real world yeah then and i think if we get it in the first scene we get the phone call we get the self 
reference we get. Mm. Yeah. Real world things. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, even my first time viewing, I wouldn't have thought there's any supernatural thing going on. No, that's why that film is so scary in the first. And that's place. again, yeah, exactly. I I personally find anything that's that can play by the rules and still be terrifying to be far more effective than yeah, something that doesn't that has fantasy rules, yeah. which let's face it, aren't rules. Yeah, because if it if it plays by the rules and it's still effective, it means that it could happen to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Fantasy kind of rules work, like if there is a set, set, set sorry, I cannot say this, a certain set set of circumstances, uh-huh. try saying <laughs> <laughs> a set of circumstances, set of circumstances. <laughs> like for example, Slenderman is like terrifying, because uh-huh. you can't look behind, and if you see it, you're kind of yeah, dead, like, like that's yeah. it. Slenderman's like based in things that we do find scary, like a faceless guy, which is why I think Scream works really well, because it's a A businessman, because he has yeah. a nice suit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and like the... These are just tentacles. Strange, strange proportions as yes. well. Yeah. Like, that's a big thing. eerie proportions. Yeah, that's yes. a, the same. That's again with Scream though. He, has, he, he appears quite tall because the way the mask goes and it's yeah. elongated. A gaunt face. Mm. Yeah. 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 And it's... big nothing eyes. Like yeah. that's why Slenderman like, works well. There's yeah, no something eyes. Something that appears you can't to have no ref- a ref- reflectionless face. Something yeah. that you can't see yourself in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anything you can't gauge an emotion from. Terrifying. Anything that's kind of like blends in black terrifying is this why freddy krueger wasn't scary i think that's a lot of it like actually very very good point i think that freddy krueger had too much motion in his face he was too too much yeah he was comet he was a clown i think that's why scream like influenced (laughs) so many other films because like again i know what you know urban legend really is the one i go to you just don't know anything about that it's just darkness yeah you yeah. don't get a thing and that's why i was really scared of that as a kid yeah and then I your think, imagination just goes wild yeah, yeah you you put like this like for me it was just like an adult i guess a really horrible twisted yeah. adult that just wanted to kill and I was yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> no um but i like that's a common theme these days yeah you just don't and really with see. scream it's less, it, it, it is the more you think about it and the more you try and justify it it is basically there is no reason they did mm. it. They're just they're just doing it for the Sword sake of doing it. Yeah, same Cycles. thing. Mm-hmm. Small misproportioned thing. White face. Mm-hmm. No emotion. Mm-hmm. Sword doll. Terrifying. Oh yeah. Bing. Little, little gangly those. arms. Very slender. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. <Aww. laughs> Capable yeah, of stretching did. his head out Bing's of his neck. Bing's not scary. <laughs> no emotion. Yeah. The pacing in Scream is something that I've always found. I mean, the you get the first kill. That's a 13 minute scene devoted entirely to itself. Twelve. Uh, or 12, sorry. From f- post that all the way up till Stu's party at the house, mm-hmm. that's 30 minutes. That, so from when, they, from when they find out about, so put 42, together. you counted. No, put the, together. Scene, now, now, now scene, it's scene 118, I think. I could check. It's, God, I think what? scene 118, and I think they said it's the last 42 minutes. Well, definitely it's the last. supposed to be all of that. So on read the Wikipedia page. I'm so, sorry. So <laughs> hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Are you cheating? No. Pick. I just looked up facts before. Here's we a good interesting thing about it. Here's a good point about the film. But no, I just called myself. But when we were watching it, when Maggie we were watching said it, she had tons of interesting facts. I just like the idea so, that you've you've got someone's thesis that you're giving all the so information. So I didn't from. want to be well, in the dark. When, when we were when we were pointing this out, we were watching it. We we said like, hey, we're already at Stu's house. Yeah. And this yeah. is like the movie is just a little bit over halfway over. Mm. So the entire almost the entire second half of the movie is just that night at Stu's house. 
else mm-hmm. setting up the van with a 30 second delay and you've got Gail Weathers coming out and then there's Officer Dewey and she gets killed the garage door kill yeah when she escapes cool. through a cat flap oh, oh. <laughs> and what's and what's great is is that like she I love when she sees Ghostface and she's like uh, whatever yeah and she's like what, she's right up next to yeah. him in his face she's like oh can I be can I be killed next Mr. Scary Ghostman and the guy's like I think Scream, um, you know, Wes Craven was certainly onto something and was a huge hit back then, so he knew what he was doing. He was onto something when he said if you get him in the first, you know, five minutes, Mm. then you're golden for the rest of the time. I think now, as the years have waned on and everyone is self aware of self aware movies that are self aware of self awareness, just watch Scream 4 and you'll know what I'm talking about. The first 10 minutes of Scream 4 are just Mm. the movie. It knows that it's disappearing up its own butthole. Like, that's (laughs) that's what it does. It's like, we're disappearing up our own butthole, everyone. That's what Scream 4 is going to be about. And it actually gets some laughs out of that. But anyway, Scream. So, Scream 1 is. It is scary and suspenseful and really well done for that first 13 minutes. It's excellent. And then the rest of it, I have to say, just sort of like has lost its luster for me. Like it's still was well, that funny. the sound of it going yeah. up? I mean, it's 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 still fun, and I I mean, I love the performances. I think Matthew Lillard is amazingly over the top, mm-hmm. and I I like all the kills, and I I think it's very suspenseful and very well done. And even the awkward, weird kind of arrhythmic pacing of it works in its favor. Um, but it certainly doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah, I mean, and it did inspire good Is some of that to do with the fact that you... you yes. It it, may, is, is some of that, though, that you don't know... Well, you, 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 sorry, you do know exactly what's going to happen. So I would like to see it from the point of view from someone that has never seen it and doesn't know the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're not giving credit where it's, where it's due. I mean, the thing, it was very much a movie of its time. It's, it mm, blew the this, doors off the hinges, and now everyone knows what, mm, you, what characters should know about horror movies. I so somehow it's like feel... It's, is it's it, over. Is, is it, I mean, because you've got, is it still scary? And you're, is it still scary? Because can you watch something once and be scared by it and then watch it again and be scared by it? Ah. Oh. ah now we're getting to the crux of the series, lies, aren't we? Herein lies the, the duality of the, of the very concept of the podcast. I think, <laughs> yes. I, think, I think you can. I think you can rewatch something years later and, and still be scared. Yeah. How long it ha- does it the, have to be? But, but, but to be perfectly fair, it does have to plug, I think, into something from your childhood where it's just like, you can't justify it. It's just going to scare you forever. Like, I admit, yeah. the ring, even as a kid, I remember going, that's not a good film. But it terrifies me. Yeah. And... I think it has to get you when you're young and implant something in you and be like, I'll never leave you, Brian. You see, like, horror movies, <laughs> do you remember when movies, like, and everything was big on TV and you'd, like, occasionally just see them pop up a lot? Like, Scream at one point was just always on. Yeah. On Channel 4 in the UK, mm-hmm. always on. Yeah. And I... I I was scared of it as a kid because I kept seeing bits. Bits of it. I never saw the whole yeah. thing when I was young. You don't, you don't get yeah. to settle down. So and, I'd and suddenly and see... I love it. Like, no. it like <laughs> yeah. like the only film that Channel 4 had the rights to. Yeah. <laughs> and it was that it. and maybe like two others I can't yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. Like they were just... Because I, I never saw the whole thing. It was mm-hmm. just like bits. And I would be like... I would see a murder. I'd be like... No, yeah. because I was like twelve, and uh-huh. I had been given a TV for my birthday in my room, and it was dark, and I was playing on like two volume because I didn't want my mum to know I was watching TV. <laughs> Hellraiser two, what? that was the one that was on TV all the time. Oh, that the one is that the one with the pins? Oh, Hellraiser I, is there is there is a what? brilliant bit of trivia about Hellraiser. Hell, I love this. We're, we are going to do Hellraiser for sure. Oh no, we're going I've to never do seen Hellraiser. It. Stay tuned. <laughs> I shouldn't tuned. say it until we do Hellraiser. Really. Yes, you should. Yes, but, yeah. but, but, such a good bit. But Matt, I should go to you now. Do you think Scream? is still scary um no i guess it's not still scary but i i still think it has suspense was it uh, scary? 
for you? Uh, yeah, I did find it scary when I first watched it. Because uh, it is that thing where it's like, oh my god, he's going to get... But I'm not scared for me. I'm not scared mm. for the fact that someone's going to come after me. I'm scared for the characters. I start getting involved in the characters. Because we have that long period of time where we get to know them, we kind of like them. Uh, you don't want them to die. I don't mm. want Nev Campbell to die. I, I, I could see some of the others getting bumped oh, yeah. off. So not not scary anymore, even though it it's could happen scary. in the real world. It's not scary, um, but it certainly kind of makes has. me... You know, not want to go out of my house. It makes night. me uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It like affects, sis- that, maybe that's another thing. It it it, it affects me, and mm-hmm. it makes me be more careful as a result of a lot of things I've seen in the film. What you're describing is fear, Matt. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's given me it's, it's given me fear as a residual thing, not as an immediate thing as I'm watching it. But is that worse? It's that's made, more damaging. It makes, me, it makes me fearful of psychopaths and killers, not of the film and what the what is happening in it. Perhaps like the way the killer is portrayed isn't that scary, but it's thematically what they're going for that gets at you. The fact that it could happen. Yes. And people are influenced. The same thing that I said with, so the, with the half Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. The premise is scary, so the nightmares you know can still get to me and everything like that. That, that is a terrifying aspect. I think it's it just is that scary. <laughs> the film itself just I don't think didn't get, didn't yeah. get to you. Okay. Maria? I'm going to admit the thing that Matt didn't want to admit. I think it is scary. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. You think it's still scary? I mean, I was... Okay, Brian and I rewatched it last night. Mm-hmm. And I was actually... I was like... Ooh, and it's like, even though I remember, I know who the killers are already as soon as I see their faces. Yeah, I well, know you, what's going to happen. You badgered that out of me because you remembered it. But mm-hmm. I, but you were like you you knew the boyfriend was one, but you forgot kind of who the other one no, was. Stu. No, it's no, Stu. no, no, no. I but I wasn't going to tell you, and you're I like, Brian, just tell me, Brian, just tell me, Brian, just tell me, Brian, just tell me, Brian. And just I, tell me, no, Brian, no, just no. Tell me. I didn't say tell me. I was like, confirm what I already think I know. But then by the time we finally saw Stu, you're like, okay, yeah, it's yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you look at Matthew Lillard's face, you're like, yeah, this is the <laughs> banality of evil right here. Yeah, and I really, I mean, I really knew what was going to happen, mm. and I still found Drew Barrymore's death really scary, just because it's so. Creepy. It's, it's, it's kind of heart wrenching. She's like crying She's on the phone. And he's yeah. like, "Sorry for you, Steve isn't gonna make it out." Um, like, kill Steve, and then her and parents you see hear that her. kind of. Uh, yeah, 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 his guts. Just and out and, of and Rose McGowan's death as well. Yeah. Um, her death is funny to me. Yeah. All right, Mandy. Oh, me. Um, I'll agree that the film still makes me uncomfortable. Part of that is you know how I have a history of being pranked over horror films? By your mom, yeah. This one was actually, I went to visit my uh, friend who lived in a bungalow, and we loved Scream. We didn't think it was, like, that scary. We thought it was, like, incredible good teen movie. Right. But, like, I, I was scared, as I said, of, Is as there a another phone call? <laughs> is there another phone call <laughs> no, coming up? No, this is better. So, like, we'd watched all six films in this evening. Or some, no, watched, not all six. What was it, like? We'd watched a lot of Scream in this evening anyway, and we decided to go to bed, and it was a bungalow. And we're having a conversation on the two beds. Uh, I'm facing, I'm sat by the window, but facing away from it. Mm-hmm. And suddenly I just hear, and I look behind, and it's a person in full, no, no, there was no one there at first. I was like, that was weird. And I go back to it. And then I hear again, I look behind, there's no one there. And then, and I look behind and someone has managed to get hold of the knife which is right behind me and that's why they did it full screen costume and I actually screamed and just fell off the bed (laughs) I lost my ability to be sat upright and I just went (laughs) who was it so uh, like at this point my friend even jumps which I I think oh fuck 
and I, I just have to get out of that room that's by the window. Yeah. And then I hear laughter from this other room and I go and see her brother and he's like laughing, just laughing so hard. Uh, but he's at his computer. He's not moved anywhere. He just heard everything. Mm. And then I open the door and it's her sister, Jo, had taken the mask off and she's still holding the knife in the full like scream thing. Oh and it's just laughing so much because they didn't think I, they'd get such a reaction from me. That's practically a premise of like Scream 5, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. and it, she thought it was the best and I was like, because of that, I still get an odd jump from it. Yeah. It's still good. So I, then what I'd would happen is like, that she's standing in the doorway. Yeah. She's standing in the doorway. They took the mic and <laughs> They see the knife come through the knife and then uh, falls forward and then the real ghost face is behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, it's still kind of jumpy, I yeah. get, but I really enjoy it. It's good storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Your friends and family really just want to scar, uh, scar you, don't they? I know. Well, well, I think I think like I had told them what happened with my mum with the ring, and <laughs> they continued it. I was oh, like, God. Oh, dicks, bungalows. I hate bungalows we'll now. Fuck with you next. Oh. I can never. I can never. <laughs> <laughs> you well, we're all done with the podcast. Bye, Mandy. We all just leave. So no. I would argue, I'd say for a new person watching it, it's still scary. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's okay. kind of what I was at. Yeah. yeah, it is. But not yeah. after having seen I'm it. On the, I'm, mm. I'm on, the, on the same side. Yeah. I, I think it's still an affecting, scary film. Mm-hmm. I think that a, new, a audience. new audience could come to it and still still be just as involved and just as affected by everything that goes down okay. in Scream. And I know that I can watch it and be maybe not, you know, now that I know it all and now that I whatever, like with most Mm -hmm. horror films if I've seen them before Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be as affected but still I'm there I'm in it I'm feeling the tension I'm I'm going where it wants me to go Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. whereas with a lot of ones particularly from the 80s I feel that I'm I'm not where they want the audience to be yeah Mm -hmm. I'm not in line. It's yeah, got, I, it's, it's I, got I you in the scream, palm of I'm yeah. definitely in line with where they want yeah. us to be. And that's yeah, what like the 80s and that means films, it still works. Yeah. I've all been like, I thought I'd be scared. So I'm a wuss. Mm-hmm. So like the thing, mm-hmm. you were really annoyed at me. And yeah. I was just like, <laughs> I'll play games. <laughs> the, 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 the thing. The, the thing we, yeah. The thing. No, I think the thing was... It's so fucking good. Good. <laughs> so I thought it was so good. boring. I was. You were on your phone half the time. Because he said it was boring. It was, was actually boring. I got bored and well, started playing two dots. I was like it, out of it. It's one of those movies where it's one of those movies where it's like you either flip the switch or not. Where it's like, are you going to be down for like the slowly building claustrophobic thing, or is that just like, I'm not buying it. And if, you don't, and, if you don't, and if you don't buy but it, but even like the scary part, I let a couple of the scary points happen. I was mm-hmm. just like, it's impressive robotics and animatronics. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But that's like the first one, and then like the Nightmare on Elm Street. I cannot stop laughing the whole way through. Yeah. I thought it was one of the funniest films I've seen in a while. But I guess all it takes <laughs> is a guy with a you know screw the pyrotechnics. All you need is yeah. just a guy with a white mask and a black robe and a. That knife would terrify me. I don't like them and spirit people. So yeah. not. Scary, Ghosts. scary. On the yeah, I'm, 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 I'm kind of what, what Mandy and you were saying is scary, that yeah, scary. it's scary for a new audience, but I think once you've seen it, you've seen it. I'm always the guy on the other side of the fence here. That's how I'm. Judging, <laughs> that's how I'm judging it because I yes. know like you think it's scary every time you see. I it. I love Scream. I'll, wa- I'll watch. All I need every autumn, I just need a slice of pumpkin pie with some whipped cream, and I just watch the Scream movie. Look, I told you. I've told you. I'm gonna make you a pumpkin <laughs> pie. Yeah, she had pumpkin pie yesterday. Yep. Oh yeah. Ordered it at the uh, what is it called? Hummingbird. Bakery. Hummingbird Bakery. We yeah, have a friend that makes it. No, I've, I've really got, I've, no, I've got their recipe. Yeah? 
which is why I wanted to make it. This is the most well, adult we've gotten about all of this. We <laughs> think we we'll just make it for Guys, you. let's all go make pumpkin pie. And watch pumpkin pie! Movies. All right, we're out of here. Anyway, follow us on SoundCloud uh, at soundcloud.com slash five second films. You can watch the show on youtube.com slash bforenzi. And of course, we are also on iTunes, as is everything, as is your soul. Your soul is on iTunes. Go download mm. it now. And right. Apple Music now. Yeah, mm. uh, Apple Music. How dare you? <laughs> Thanks for watching or listening to this episode of Is It Still Scary? And be sure to tune in two Mondays from now, October 26th, when we discuss Ridley Scott's 1979 masterpiece, Alien. And while you're waiting on that, head on over to 5 Second Films' YouTube channel to see the Is It Still Scary panel interview Mad Max director George Miller. It's a great interview that could use some love. See you next time.